Good morning and welcome to Worship with First Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Steve Knudsen. We'll be joined today uh, by intern Kirsten Wee, who will be bringing the message, and Pastor Mark Erlaub, our visitation pastor, leading us in worship. Uh, thanks to Marita uh, Wolgast and Marissa Kolander for leading us in song and music today. I want to give a special shout out and welcome to the high school graduates and their families who join us for this special graduate recognition service. At the end of the service, after the benediction, we have a special presentation of the graduates. So if you didn't catch it at the beginning, uh, as during the prelude leading into the service, we invite you to stay around that you might catch it uh, at the end of the service. And then during the service, I will lead a moment of blessing and sending for the high school graduates and their parents. I'll give instructions about how we will do that at that time, so stay tuned. Today at 10 o'clock, parents, please join Pastor Craig for a special adult ed following today's worship service called Parenting During the Pandemic. It starts at 10 o'clock on Zoom. The link is on the website and also on the chat box to the side of your screen today. So welcome to this time of spiritual renewal. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, the life beyond all death, the joy beyond all sorrow, our everlasting home. Amen. Amen. Rejoicing in Christ's victory over sin and death, let us come before God who calls us to repentance. God of life, by the resurrection of your Son, you make everything new. Newness scares us, and we confess to shutting our doors in fear. We have not listened to voices that challenge us. We have resisted the Holy Spirit moving us in new directions. Our hearts are slow to believe your promises. Forgive us, O God, and renew us to embrace without fear the new life you have given us in Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ is alive, and death has lost its power. Through the waters of baptism, you have been born anew by the living Word of God. Know that your sins are forgiven in Jesus' name, and that the Spirit of the risen Christ is alive in you both now and forever. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God from which nothing can separate us, and the life-giving Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, you hold together all things in heaven and on earth. In your great mercy, receive the prayers of all your children and give to all the world the spirit of your truth and peace through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Jesus shares the life of God with us. And we are called to share the life of God with others. In the gospel, Jesus promises that he goes to prepare a place for his followers in his Father's house, sharing the love and grace of God with us. In turn, 1 Peter calls us to bear witness to the risen Christ, our way, our truth, 
our life. The lesson today comes from 1 Peter. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison, who in former times did not obey, when God patiently waited patiently in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were saved through water, and baptism, which this prefigured, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to him. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. The Gospel according to John, the 14th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned, I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am my father and you in me and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me and those who love me will be loved by my father and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. Grace and peace to you from God, our Creator, and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We are in a time of grieving. We are grieving events that did not occur or maybe didn't occur in the ways in which we thought they might. We are in a state of continual grief. One of the greatest griefs that we are processing through at this time is this group celebration, the cancellation of group celebrations surrounding the commencing of many, in, uh, many educational careers. Graduates, you have had this image in your head of what this time would be like from the time that you started school. Parents and caregivers of graduates, you have had this image in your head of how this time would play out since your graduate was born. You have dreamed of your graduate walking across the stage, being cheered on by their classmates and friends. Lots of emotions are surrounding this time of not being able to celebrate. Life is not what you thought it would be. I imagine the 12 disciples were feeling the same way around the time of our gospel reading for today. They were experiencing many different roller coastering emotions. They were lost. Their world had just been flipped upside down. Their teacher and their guide, the only son of God, died and suddenly came back to life. They were figuring out how their life would be and how they could continue on into the future. I can relate to you more than you might think. As many of you know, I am from New Orleans, Louisiana, 
and I had my high school experience interrupted as well. We were in the first week of high school. I was settling into a new school. I was forming and celebrating new relationships, and we had just celebrated the beginning of a new school year with a back-to-school dance when Hurricane Katrina ripped through New Orleans and sent my life through a whole roller coaster of different events. I had to transfer to a new school, to a new town in southern Illinois. I had no idea where my friends were. Our cell phones were not working. We had no internet connection for quite some time. I know it's hard to believe there's a time without instant Facebook and other social media posts at the click of a button. Now, I may not be graduating this year, but I have also had my, in, my educational career interrupted. A pivotal part of my educational career has not been what I thought it would be due to this global pandemic. I am mourning the part of my internship career, which is the third year in seminary. I had in my head how I thought this time would be from celebrating Holy Week with you all as a congregation to celebrating graduation and vacation Bible school. Well, as you all know, this time did not end up playing out how I thought it would be. While the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina was challenging, and I by no means would wish that upon anyone, I did learn new and beautiful ways in which God could share their love. Now you may ask, how can one experience God's love when their world is flipped upside down? Now God's love is not some random object floating through the wind and brushing past your face. For me and for many people, the connection with and feeling God's love is through relationships with other people. We hear this exact message in verse 18 of today's gospel. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming for you. I can say that with a 100% certainty that I felt God's love through the outpouring of supporters and all in my temporary community and all throughout the church I attended. I know the same can be said for my internship year here. Learning how to be a pastor and then throwing a global pandemic on top of that is a little more challenging than you might expect. It has been the love of God shining through beautiful souls that has gotten me through this time from my seminary friends, through my colleagues here at First Lutheran Church, my beloved best friends, the co my colleagues at St. Luke's Hospital, and so many more people. They have showed me the love of God in ways I was never expecting. I was never alone. I am not alone during this time, and you are not alone either. Life for me in high school did not go according to plan. For you all, for you graduates and all who love and support you, this time has probably been one of the most challenging seasons in your life. It has not gone according to the visions and the hopes and the dreams that you had. We have seen this very clearly played out in front of our eyes. 
One thing that you can always rely on is God's love, never waning, and a never-ending presence in your life. Maybe you have seen this presence over the last couple of months. Maybe it's through the times and the connections you have spent developing through so much time in quarantine spent with your family and friends, both two-legged and four-legged. Maybe it was through the walks outside and the times you spent being able to stop and to think about the world in a new and differing way. I encourage you to take a moment and to reflect on God's love in your life, maybe just a minute or maybe five as you go about your week. As we have seen in today's gospel, God, through the power and the beauty of the Holy Spirit, will never leave us and will always be with us. Now you might ask, well, how will God be with us? There are a multitude of ways in which the Holy Spirit shows their presence. That is the beauty and the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not limited by gender, ethnicity, class, ability, religion, career choice, or physical location. The Holy Spirit is with us in every time and in every place, and God's love is never ceasing. Amen. join me in confessing our faith using the words of the Apostle Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of God the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
uplifted by the promise, hope of healing and resurrection, we join the people of God in all times and places in praying for the church, the world, and all who are in need. Each petition will end with the words, Lord, in your mercy, you are invited to join the response. Hear our prayer. Abiding God, you have revealed yourself to us in the form of your Son, Jesus Christ. Embolden your church as your followers to reveal your love to everyone in our speaking and in our living. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You are the creator of heaven and earth. Revitalize the health of oceans, rivers, lakes, springs, glaciers, and other bodies of water that give life to your creatures. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You call all people of the world your children. Judge the nations justly. Show mercy to the oppressed. And speak truth to power through your prophets. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You come near to us when we are lost, and you hear our distress. We pray for those who suffer in any way, mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Your commands are good and merciful. Give us courage to take hold of our baptismal promises to work for justice Advocate for those whose voice is not often heard and free the oppressed and imprisoned in body, mind, or spirit. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of healing and rest, help those whose hearts are heavy and weighed down by many troubles. Comfort all who suffer, ease their distress, and carry their heavy burdens. We pray for healthcare professionals and emergency responders who serve at the front lines of healthcare. We pray for Dr. Arlene Zahn Hauser, nurse Julie Roberts, Dr. Richard Zeski, Dr. Kirsten Callahan, Dr. Jory Shire, nurse Sanda Schnack, and nurse Luann Erlaub. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You remain with us always, O God, and your kingdom has no end. We remember the saints who have gone before us, especially Charlie Beckman, Michael Beckman's father, Helen Richter, Gail Hansen's aunt, Titan Myers, Ding Sather, Gloria Barber, and Dorothy Topping. Unite us forever in your final victory over death. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. With bold confidence in your love, almighty God, we place all for whom we pray into your eternal care through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We are delighted now to recognize the high school graduates of First Lutheran Church. It is our privilege to affirm these members of our congregation who have now completed one phase of their lives and enter into with expectation to another chapter. And though we cannot be together in person to encourage our, the seniors, we are present in the spirit of the risen Christ. As the body of Christ, we take an interest in the lives of these graduates and we look forward to welcome them when they return to First Lutheran Church and we can gather again together. Until that time, we hold them in our prayers. I'm going to take a moment. I'm going to invite uh, the parents uh, to stand beside their high school graduates. Or if you're sitting side by side uh, in the couch, that's okay as well. In some way, place your hand on their shoulder or uh, simply on their knee. And then I invite you to join with me in this prayer of blessing. I think you'll find the words on the screen. There we go. Would you join with me, parents? O oh Lord, put these high school graduates in the midst of what you are doing. Fill them with your presence. Lead them. Guide them. Allow them to bless what you are doing. As they move on from this time of graduation, give them a call worth living for. Now, we know that graduation is not just for the students, but also marks a milestone for parents and a change in their lives as well. Graduation is a milestone that signals a change in the relationships between parents and students and students to parents. So now I'm going to invite you to exchange positions. I'm going to invite uh, the parents and the graduates to change either their seated positions or for the graduates now to place your hand on the shoulder of your parent or on their knee if you're sitting in the couch. Give you a moment to get situated that way. And now high school graduates, I invite you to join with me also in these words of prayer and blessing. Oh Lord, put these parents in the midst of what you are doing. Fill them with your presence, lead them, guide them, allow them to bless what you are doing. As they move on from this time of graduation as well, give them a call worth living for. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now, I'm going to invite the parents and the graduates, wherever you are at home, just simply to take a moment, stand up and share a hug and a greeting with one another and a blessing. We want to just say we are so proud of the high school graduates, and if you didn't have a chance to see uh, the montage of pictures at the beginning of the service, simply stay around and to catch uh, those uh, pictures again and as a way of recollecting uh, their experience here at First Lutheran and in their high school years and their plans for the future. And as you look at those pictures, may we uh, as staff and the people of First Lutheran simply say we are so proud of your accomplishments, and we look so forward to what God has in store for you uh, in the weeks, years, and time ahead. We now conclude with the benediction. As you go on your way, may Christ go with you. May he go before you to show you the way. May he go behind you to encourage you. 
beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over you, within you to give you peace. Amen.